Hello and welcome to the Pink Bike Podcast. And this is actually might be the first and last Pink Bike Vodcast. We, we don't know if we're going to put it out. We might do. But there is a special occasion and why we're appearing on video. We are joined by Tommy Bradshaw. He's back, baby. G'day, mate. Well, <laughs> yeah. Back for like three days. For like three days. So it'd be rude of me not to come in and spin some very well-structured podcast yarns with you. Yeah, Henry. so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was literally like... Yeah, it feels like you've... I would say I normally have a life that's slightly transient, but you've knocked me out of the park here, man. Now, there's so much to go into. What are you getting up to? Your crazy adventure, but I need to set an alarm for an ad read at some point in this podcast, which I've just done that now because Brian will get angry at me. No, good. We've got to keep the, yeah, keep the boss keep happy. Keep the boss happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're also joined sort of off screen um, by Max, who will probably be chipping in. Should we get anything wildly, wildly wrong? Yeah, uh, we should, hopefully we should really get max in here if especially i mean yeah we'll, we'll get max in here make the video go live when his face is on it because you've brought my face for radio to a <laughs> video podcast <laughs> which it's a red flag already <laughs> um so what well firstly why are you back in canada because i thought you left S- same same so let, let's go through this chronologically <laughs> so you left pink bike Probably around Christmas time? Uh, January. January? Yeah. yeah. The, oh, the, the obvi- obvious impact that I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we I left, left Pink Bike January, was in New Zealand mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of months. Back mm-hmm. I heard it's horrible there. It's awful. Yeah, it's a real definitely piece don't of go. Real, yeah, real it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was unreal. Did some good good family stuff, mm-hmm. all that. Good, uh, friends haven't been back for yeah, ages been, yeah. all that stuff so that was awesome stayed there a little longer than we were planning to mm-hmm. um and then yeah the plan is was <laughs> transient is a good word yeah but yeah me and my partner basically kind of taken six to nine months to spend all our money in the midst of an economic recession and go traveling with our bikes Dude, i reckon <laughs> i reckon you can sp- waste enough money doing on bike packing to drag us out of the economic recession they'll just see you coming man you're paying like 15 dollars for a latte in some random place and last minute hotel deals you yeah. can get us out of this tom i know you make some pretty big bucks oh yeah the big bucks <laughs> the big bucks Henry. yeah you, you know all about them but um no i mean and that's why you pick uh cheap destinations like Mexico to go biking through because yeah look 15 bucks can get you a long way <laughs> 15 bucks can get you a long way so let's say you're in New Zealand yep how long were you there for uh three months in the end it was unreal nice. yeah and then so then a friend Kiwi guy marrying a girl from Indiana oh wow had the wedding halfway which sorry what yeah so Where? that's why we ended up in Cabo in Mexico the I'm southern sorry. tip of I the Baja Peninsula I don't know these people but that's wildly inconsiderate yeah, you, because that means both set of tra- families just got to travel. Yeah, I mean maybe and, they're multi-millionaires. I, would, I mean, Cabo was uh, sorry, that's really rude. I, <laughs> you know, I'm joking. Oh, no, I'm joking. But that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Well, look, yeah, someone's going to take the hit, and it, I don't know. You could argue it's halfway, but yeah, the res- it was in like a Cabo resort, which is just yeah. uh, how do I say this politely? It's like um, it's like. I was going to say America and Mexico, but it's not. It's not a fair representation of yeah. Americans. It's like, let's just say it's not my scene. Yeah. Um, but it gave us a chance to be like, I'm here. I've got a, a month to get back to Vancouver because we've got to sort out our flat and what the hell mm. we're doing with it and put all the stuff yeah, in storage right. and things. So instead of basically, long story short, instead of flying back from Cabo to Vancouver, like um, Tess, my sensible partner did, mm. I was just going to see how far I could ride. Man. Wow. It sounds pretty <laughs> cool. I mean, you know, the thing with... The thing I th- always forget, and I'm I'm quite a misanthropic person, I always forget that people like enjoy weddings. 
It's in the same way that whenever I see children, I, I, I remember like, oh, people like their you kids. You haven't been to a New Zealand wedding. It's just me that doesn't like them. They're a These good time. little fucking kids running around a cafe and I'm there like, off. Oh, nah. Like, now you got to. You've been going to the wrong weddings. You got to yeah. go. No kid weddings. No kid wedding. New Zealand weddings where yeah. there's a loose MC, there's loose speeches, mm. and it really just encourages a. Mm. Yeah, it's like everyone's kind of just like wound their clocks back 10, 15 years, and yes, they go for it like they're twenty again. Yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> how, how was the hangover? Well, it set me up for a terrible first day of oh, this whole bike packing thing, which so, we can get into later. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> because you did you. How long after the, the heavy night did you start cycling? Uh, probably about five days, but we went on the friend's moon. So it was a honeymoon. Oh, with, that, okay. That's, this is getting cooler. <laughs> with this all, is getting cooler. With all the mates. So we just basically did five days of continued, um, yeah, partying for about five days. Oh, okay. And then I started. But, okay, I'm coming around. But yeah, yeah. So that was, it was okay. We made the most of it. We got, mm. we, we went away from the resort and went to this other spot, which was just living the dream. And yeah. then. But yeah, I guess to answer your other question, in being here for like four or five days yes. a week to like pack up the place yeah. and then yeah, we'll go to the next stop of the big of the tour, which is unreal. Yeah, so you've done length of New Zealand pretty much. Uh, just the South Island. Just the, wait, yeah. Yeah, the South Island. Which, having ridden it myself is a bloody long way. Yeah, the, basically the idea of that trip was like, I wanted to see if I liked bike packing. Mm. And unfortunately... Of course, it's like riding through Lord of the Rings territory, like yes. the whole every day, like nothing can bite you, sting yeah. you, eat you. It's so chill. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then I've now realized like that's probably going to be the best bikepacking ride I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and also think about New Zealand is you not only get to see the amazing landscapes and the wildlife and the, the birds in New Zealand are amazing, yeah. you know, um, but also you get to see the people that feel because they're on a holiday in New Zealand, even though they're getting a coffee and doing a 15 minute stroll along Frankton Beach, they need to be in gaiters, zippable trousers and an inch of sun cream. <laughs> it's like, guys, give it a break. Ski poles, <laughs> you know, just loving it. And yeah, I mean, you've seen enough dumb in Queenstown to know. But what was awesome about that particular ride, so that it was a 10 day ride from Wellington, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Like from my, uh, from my old man's like front door, Yes, rode down to the ferry and then rode down to Milford Sound mm. and it went through all these parts of the country that I'd never been yeah. to and then I'd link, link it up with like cool bits of single track so would like actually feel like I was kind of mountain biking mm. and not just like punishing boring gravel roads the whole time so yeah, yeah I, it was pretty mint yeah I love New Zealand New Zealand broke the UK for me <laughs> I left I left New Zealand when I was 19 I did like eight nine summers there and I got back to the UK and I don't, I don't know, Bagman, it depends on what you're in for. There are some things the UK does better, some things that New Zealand does better. But for the things I wanted, I was like, this ain't it, baby. <laughs> and to be fair, even like, I, lo- I really like Canada. Canada's a great spot, but it's it's hard. But let's like, not get on Squamish, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, Squamish is all right. Squamish is all right. I don't, I'm more into Squamish this time around than I was last time around. Yeah, it's because you turned up in like November and then it snowed for oh, two months. Dude. Yeah, man. Like, well, I feel, you know, listen, like Squamish... Back to Cedar Sky Chat. People will listen to this podcast. I don't know. There's a lot of Cedar Sky Chat comes out. Yeah. So let's put let's put like a minute Cedar Sky. Okay. This is limit on it. This is this is the truth, right? <laughs> this is. I'm gonna try and be. I'm gonna. I've got two things to. The time hasn't started yet. <laughs> Fifty <laughs> seconds, Henry. We know how long you can go for. So, two things. <laughs> Firstly, a place is. It's only a place. And you can project whatever anxieties or frustrations you want onto it. It's not the place's fault. It was here before me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't owe me shit. So firstly, like I was in a terrible point in my life and I happened to not like the place I was in. What a surprise. Like that's never happened to anyone before. 
Secondly, I think this is where I'm going to get a bit more uh, litigious. There is a conspiracy with a mountain biking. Ten seconds. Because all the industries here, right? So it's to everyone's benefit to be like, it's the best place in the world. It's like, yeah, because they need you to think they're cool biker bros and rad biker chicks that just go mountain biking all the time. Mountain biking, mountain biking, mountain biking, mountain biking. And it's fine. It's fine. But it's not the best place in the world to ride oh, no. mountain bikes. What have I started? I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's just like, listen, it is in. I'm going to go straight to camera. For I'm the, sorry, listeners. It is it is in our interest here. to tell you it is the best mountain bike in the world because then we can lean off that credibility I agree but I've given up on having credibility long ago baby <laughs> no I um, to and I love Squamish what's, the, it's just what, a place. what's the word in English um, to indulge you slightly yeah is I agree there's more out there yeah like it is a wonderful place but we've, but, we've, we've hit a minute limit no, 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 we've no, hit no, a minute let limit let me conclude closing argument so punishing right. sometimes I it is a wonderful place but it's one of many wonderful places perfect and that's it perfect, perfect. that's it cool perfect when you were as well speaking of wonderful wise places Tom, how was Taipei I was alright <laughs> I do I just I don't give a shit like I'm sorry like I um it was nice I went there you know, they have different, like, slightly different fashion. Um, but listen, like, I don't know, man. Like, the novelty of being like, oh, my God, the McDonald's menu's in a different language. I'm just there, like, that does nothing for me. Like, I'm not someone that I don't care about traveling. I don't like traveling. I never like traveling. I remember when I was, like, 18, my family friends, I think, took pity on me because I never even looked left the UK and they took me to the pyramids. And I saw them and I was like, looks the same as a desktop background. If anything, that's a bit too warm. Like novelty just doesn't wash me at all and I'm so over things like Tyran was okay it was it was good from a work sense we got a lot of work done but I don't I don't want to go I don't want to go anywhere it's, it's nice here yeah like, I want to ride my bike I want to keep my head down I don't like yeah. same with California like going to Seattle I don't want to go why would I want to so go anywhere you, you and I uh, so f- I think we're funny because we get on so well, but we're like nearly opposites. Yeah, like I love traveling love and traveling. I love group rides. Yes. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah. yeah do. I think. Um, I think the, not massive group rides. The, the prob- six. If you go six or more, six. that's when you get six. admin. Dude, yeah, massive I, um, exponential admin blowout. I am. Um, if if I'm riding with someone and they say a friend's joining, I just say good luck to them. <laughs> I just say it's good, good We've gone riding together before. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, it was just us two. It was great. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I bought you ice cream afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, nice. That's, yeah, just, that's, that's just how it is, man. Like, you know, people say, oh, such and such is coming. I'm like, oh, you guys have a great ride. Like, I've got nothing against him. I just don't want to get involved. Like, I've got my own shit to do. Like, it's like, you do realize that me, like, it just does nothing for me. It yeah. just doesn't, like, and I'm, I'm someone that I find, I think people sometimes maybe, my friends especially, sometimes don't understand that, like, because I'm quite a, quite a confident person in some ways, but I'm actually quite uncomfortable in group settings. I don't like it. I like to have one one conversation. I, I find it hard to talk to two people at once. I feel that, to be honest, mm. they're probably the elements of, I don't, that, of myself that I don't really like, which is the person that is um, over-empathizes and feels he needs to entertain people. That comes out in a group setting. And so I don't like it. Mm. Not only am I late and I ride the trails I don't really want to ride and I have to just fix people's bikes. Like, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. So, Fair enough. You know, and Fair also, enough. like, I'm so great at being miserable. I don't want to lose that, man. It's a gift. You can take the boy out of the UK, but you can't take, can't take no, the UK out of the world. Totally, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are very different, though, but we also do both have a love for um, Toyota people carriers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Sienna, Tell me through the Sienna. Tell no, me about it. Yeah, it's a sad topic. For, for listeners, I used to have a, uh, just before I left, a 1998 Toyota Sienna. Two-inch hitch on the back, mm. which meant I can put a six by North Shore rack on it and it didn't bomb out that's strange 
<laughs> Max, Max, who's off camera, could probably speak to its bottom out. Max, how was the ride in the back left corner? Yeah, I had to go to the chiropractor after that. <laughs> so we went to the so they took it on the ferry to the Sunshine Coast gra- to the gravity park there, and um, yeah, six downhill bikes and six smelly boys in the back of it. It was permanently sacked out, and they don't, they don't, they don't spring them for that. What's that? They don't spring the cars for that with that in mind. No, look, I mean, it's 20, 20 years ago, it might have been sprung, but not, not this time. But anyway, yeah, so I know, but my love for Toyota Sienna started in 2015 mm. when I bought one and lived in it for the summer. Yes. And my first ever time to Canada, and that's my love of Canada and um, Toyota Siennas go hand in hand. Sienna, for those in New Zealand, we call them. They're a, um, a steamer. So Toyota Steamer is a set, yeah. different name. So oh, Toyota, Toyota Low Self Esteemer. Holy shit, Tom. We're going to stop break. you there. We're going we're gonna to be back after this short ad break. <laughs> we're back. That was seamless. <laughs> did I cut you off? Unreal. No, no not at all. <laughs> I think thankfully you did. <laughs> is, was it right-hand drive? What do you mean? With the car, was it right-hand drive? Oh, yeah. Was it the right-hand side of the road? Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, I am a parallel. I've got a. I've got a Toyota steamer. Oh, nice! Japanese import, right-hand drive. I am a parallel yeah. parking god. Yeah, it's just oh, out back. It is so sick. Let's go sick it out, dude. I. I just. I just. I look for opportunities to parallel park. How I'll see you, a big space and think that's too much for me. I how do you involve the bikes into it? Do you have a rack? Do you put them inside? Do you put I them just on the roof. Take them inside, and also I. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like a dick. I am. Um, I don't like. I don't like driving. A bad ride starts with a drive. Yeah. Anything to avoid driving. That's the whole theory of this whole silly bike riding stuff I'm trying to do is like ride from wherever is possible and instead of and try to avoid cars. Not for like any like super I'm gonna save the planet reason, more just from probably a more selfish like your reason of like the are admin. You, are you saying that you can't save the planet by just buying more Teslas? Because uh, I think you can. I listen to I a dangerous amount of AI podcasts on this ride. And oh, no. we're going to... Yeah, AI no, podcast? I'm not gonna, no, we're going to... No. Full no. stop. We're going to put a pen in there. I'm putting a pen in there and we're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Henry, um, what have I missed? Um, what have you missed? So, I'm trying to think. I haven't really done much. So, I, I did the pink bike racing thing and then I came back. Um, was just... I had a really strange winter where I tried and I didn't ride bikes and then the snow melted and I absolutely smoked my leg and was just hobbling around and I really haven't done much I've been riding bikes a bit I'm trying to get good at riding bikes but it's hard it's so hard it's yeah. hard um, so I think that your, your life's been a bit more interesting than mine <laughs> I actually have a request via Kaz to put in a, a train whistle at the start of this podcast as an oh, introduction oh yeah because it's nice you took a train up yeah basically the whole so yeah, for Cabo, for those who don't know, is the southern tip of the Baja Peninsula, which is like the length of California mm-hmm. and runs just directly south of California. And there's a reasonably well-published like route called the Baja Divide, which is mm-hmm. a 95% off-road route through the desert up that peninsula to San Diego. And then I'd kind of read about that and like thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then I'd also read about the Coast Starlight Express train number 14 from Ooh. LAX. We both to, love trains. Sorry, LA Union yeah. Station to Seattle. And uh, it's a 32-hour train ride. Yes. And it just it plows up the West Coast. It's beautiful mm. all the way up through Oregon, through some, you know, some average parts of Northern California, but then through some beautiful parts of Northern California. So, Wine yeah, that country. was kind of like the whole... When I kind of saw that, well, it could be worked into the itinerary because I only had a month to be... To, to get back here because we had these flights booked to the next leg of the tour. And I was like, sweet. That'll like, 
in my head, I overambitiously thought I could ride the whole distance through LA, which I just got totally demoed by the desert because I'd never been in the desert before mm. and it's gnarly and hard, but pretty cool. Not like, I wouldn't rush back, mm. but it, it was cool. Uh, but yeah, then the whole train ride just really so I was like, yep, this is what we're going to do. It made, made sense because I've got an un... Like, I don't even, like, know that much about trains. I just like the size I like just, and, I, like... But I like cargo trains more than passenger trains. Yeah. I like it, a good cargo Because I used to live in Revy, Revelstoke briefly, and they have these huge cargo trains pull through that take about 45 minutes to come through. And it's mm. just, I don't know, like a little boy, nerd, like, obsession. I, I can't even tell you, like, what locomotive or whatever it is. There's mm. proper, legit train nerds out there. But anyway, mm. so I was like, shoot, when else am I going to have the time to do this yeah so yeah and then but, and then yeah dumped me off in seattle and i then yeah went up to victoria on vancouver island rode up um vancouver island took a ferry over to the mainland and rode up the cedar sky highway to squamish so just help me understand how how are you possibly bikepacking without wearing um expensive bib shorts with pockets on the outside and, <laughs> and stuff strapped to your helmet and you're not even doing it on a bike you're not you're i just want to understand you're not doing it on a gravel bike how 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 does that work <laughs> does, does your mountain bike work on gravel roads as well it's amazing it does it's amazing oh, cool. even on even on sealed roads a mountain bike works no yeah get out of town. yeah, yeah no it's pretty good yeah no i just uh had the the old the common cell meta mm. ht yeah which is the like enduro hardtail bike and just put some bike racks on it slick ties no Good man. Yes. <laughs> I just had what I had, which yeah. was a ultra soft Magic Mary and Super Gravity and a uh, Nobby Nick on the back, which Dude. is now not as knobby. But surprisingly still neck. grippy. I've been riding it this week in Squamish Bill oh, and it's mint. But, yeah. you- but the whole theory was was like I want to have a bike that I can ride well, not, I mean I can ride this bike for as long as I want, but I also want to be able to ride mountain bike trails when mm. I see them, even if it is like this thirty day most recent ride i only rode in like mountain bike twice in mm. laguna and la whereas in the new zealand one i was actually like riding mountain bike trails more mm. often but yeah set it up but do you not think that like i believe and again <laughs> jesus wept but i think that like i think it's really great to hear like that's that's why i think it should be done because if you're out there to ride a mountain bike if you're out there to cycle the things that you, the, the the particular setup that you might go for, right, which might make everything easier, like is it a lot of the time it feels actually more like um, like a manifestation of a weird sort of anxiety, right? This is what it's got to be. You can't just get on a bike and ride it. It's got to be X, Y, Z. And that's to me, to me seems like the opposite of freeing. Like, and that's why I've always loved yeah. doing like big days when I used to do the Everest thing just on my normal bike. Yeah. It's because it wasn't about like, oh, it has to be special and I'm a special boy and I've got my special setup to ride the special hill. It was like, this is my bike. It fits me. And you know what? I might get there 15 minutes later. But the thing that I always thought was that I'm not trying to avoid riding bikes. Yeah. I like riding bikes. I think it's probably more like, I think of it more of like a confidence thing. Like, mm. And like there are people out there who like <clears throat> to be confident on a bike, whether it's a mountain bike or a gravel bike or a road bike, mm. they need the bike to be like spec super nice and have mm. the compression super dialed in for whatever mm. feature of trail they're riding. Yeah. But for me, I just have confidence in the bike. Any, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, I care. I like want the bike to work well, and I look after the bike to a degree. Like, yes. but <laughs> Max is laughing. 
<laughs> I put a new bottom bracket in for oh. this ride. You'll be impressed. And a new chain on. Yeah. Nice. I do also run a pretty dangerous. It's got one more ride in it still theory. I just remember mm. your first bike when you got to pink bike. The, what was it? Yeti? Oh, yeah. That was a that was a piece of work. Oh, yeah. That, that, was, been, a, that was an estate. It still had one more ride in it. Though. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know the guy that bought that off you. Oh, yeah. Is it still running? Um, I remember one time we went riding, me and this unnamed, unnamed, not benefactor, you were the benefactor, I don't know, this dude. And I was like... I, it wasn't, I didn't, I gave him a smoking deal. I know, you deal. gave him a good price. Yeah, yeah, He was yeah. very happy. I knew how smoked it was. Yeah. And I was like, I think those are, you know, they have the, the infinity rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure you meant to have bolts at the top and bottom. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I had bolts. It did have bolts. You yeah. dropped them out. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I think that, I don't know, I think that the the machine of the bike industry which is what it is like big, and we're big bike big bike but it's, it's, it's true <laughs> you know it needs you to it needs you to want the next thing to enable you to do the thing that you're currently doing or it needs you to have the thing that's going to be the gateway to do the thing you can't do mm. and actually it often doesn't if your body's doing the right thing <laughs> and if you want to go pedaling if your legs keep turning and if you're you know like you could be on the best bike in the world if you can't turn like the reason I'm bad at riding is because I'm a bad rider. <laughs> yeah, you know totally. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I'm a, I mean, I say this, I mean, like, you know, like I just ran what I had and I, I'm, an, I'm an oxymoron because that was, you know, Axis Duralia and a freaking Axis Tropopose. You know, like that's the fancy stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, I'm lucky in that that's what I mm. had. Mm. But it can, I don't know, it's got, someone's got mountain bike, not even if someone's got wheels and tires on a hmm. Huntdale bike, I don't know, can do whatever. Yeah, a bike totally can do whatever. You could do that on a full suspension bike or a gravel bike and have a great time. Although it's so freaking rough, I will dip this like suspension was a nice option. Mm. You know, me and Max talk about this a bit how like free ride, the free ride bike disappeared. Uh-huh. And then enduro bikes coincidentally became 180 meter travel for the single crown. And then trail bikes were 130, 140. Now they're 150, 160. Cross country bikes, which were 100, now 120. And now you've got like, sorry, like, and now you've got basically what I'm trying to say is I, I genuinely think in five years, gravel bikes will be hardtail mountain bikes. And it'll be like, wow, we've invented this new thing and we'll call them gravel bikes, even though like it's just because they, they've got to. It's, there's got to be a, I mean I don't believe in like some big conspiracy but I do think that novelty is really important yeah, and things need to change bike packing's a new enduro you know bike packing <laughs> do you know what like honestly man I, 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 I've, I've done bike packing I like bike packing it's cool it's fun I've never done it I'm excited it's- have you never done bike what you've been doing well, I mean, I've done these two things. That's it. Well, you have a, dude, you're more bike packing than most people. Yeah, but like, I'm new and excited about it, dude. Most people, their bike packing is not anywhere near as gnarly as you've done. Yeah, but it's not about now. This is about I don't know. I could do. You could no, but like you know, intense, like or committed. Committed's maybe the right word. Okay, like you've done some committed bike packing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely committed. Yeah, at times for sure. So let's just go through this. So length in New- length in the South Island of New Zealand. Yep. Then bit of Mexico, getting drunk with your friends, getting in trouble, getting out of trouble, <laughs> <laughs> run into the border of Canada, Canada via a train. You went to Seattle, then you went to Vancouver Island. Yeah. Vancouver Island, over to Vancouver. Yeah. Where are you going to next? Uh, next stop is Japan. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take, uh, going to take Tess with us. She's <laughs> using a gravel bike. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the same setup I have. Yeah. Um, and we're going to just 
Yeah, you use the blacks like ride from there's three main islands, ride from the southern island up to Tokyo, mm. which would probably take like a month. And then again, there's a theme, big train energy, take the train from Tokyo up to Hokkaido, which is mm. the northern island. And yeah, yeah, do a loop around there. And then then back to Canada? Are you going to go somewhere else after that? Uh, the current plan, I'm real hesitant at saying well, plans okay. because this is, they this is the thing, right? change so much. They change so much. Depends. Yeah, I don't know. We might stay. We don't have a total like have to be out of Japan by. I think a visa is like four months or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have bought a van off a friend in the UK, mm. so we'll go. Take, oh, sick. Go, go jump in the van and yeah, live in the van immediately. In, in, leave the UK, but yeah, leave the you leave the UK. <laughs> in the UK, get out of the and UK. Yeah, and, and go yeah. to um, go to finale for mm. until we run out of money. That's nice. kind of the plan. Oh, yeah. sick. Man. And then yeah, we'll put all our stuff here in storage in Squamish. Uh, Thank you to all our great friends who have kindly yeah. just left, let us leave crap in yeah. their various basements, which is a hard commodity to come by. Um, yeah, whenever, whenever that is to, at the end of the year-ish. I'm, I'm not a history expert, slash I watch animated history documentaries on YouTube. That's my level. Okay. But do you know about the Japanese like policy of isolation? Look it up. What, they, what era are we talking about? It was like 500 years, maybe from like 1300 to 1800. Okay. No one was allowed to leave or come huh so they were they were quarantining before quarantine yeah. was a thing <laughs> <laughs> pretty much but dude check it out super interesting and then basically you know the big old United US of A rocked up with some big gunboats and said hey I mean I'm getting this all wrong so but they rocked up and they said hey we're opening some trade here we've got one of these big boats you haven't got them we're going to come back in a year and that's when we're opening trade with five of these boats just so you know and I think that's how it happened. But look it up. It's fascinating. I will, I will endeavor. I don't know much about, I'm a big, oh, probably similar level, like World War II novelty mm. history. Like World War II and Carlo is like my most watched Netflix show I was by miles. to ask you a really terrible question. And um, <laughs> you can put a pin in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so <laughs> now you have to ask it. No, no, no. It's, it's completely inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was about to say that's all I know about Japan I don't know anything about Japan mm. so I'll let you know I'll do some research for yeah. you you can ask me some questions if you want <laughs> and I can endeavour to get answers for you I was going to ask basically what I was trying to ask is what was your favourite world war but that's a bad <laughs> way of putting it do you know what I mean that's, I was like and there's a different word for this what, My, so, what you're the, more interested in the second world war than the first is that, <laughs> is that a better way of putting it uh, <laughs> I can see how you could ask that terribly you know? I could be just like yeah 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 <laughs> Um, oh shoot, that's a great question, and we mm. might need a whole podcast about that. We need to get Tom Richards in here for he, yeah, he's World on military War, history, War, yeah, military yeah. history. But let's just say World War Two for the sake of argument, because I'm going to Japan. Mm. Um, but World you know, War One was gnarly, though. But you know what's interesting about? I mean, this, this is freaking and understatement I'm, of the I'm, century. <laughs> I want to talk about some things that I don't know much about. So hear me out. But it's interesting <laughs> that the post the post war economies of the axis of, you know, of, of Germany and Japan, because they got ripped to shreds and they had to start again, they ended up maybe in some ways being stronger for the next like 60 years because they were yeah. just like, there is no, there's no, and we're just there like, boy, oh boy, Prince Charles is becoming a king. Like, you know what I mean? We're all like, it's like, ah, bunting. Resting on the, on the laurels. You oh, might say. that is true. What, what will you be doing this weekend for the coronation? You're, you're a Kiwi. Oh, I am. I am. Yeah. I am. I... Anything, anything big in the works? <clears throat> Might go to Kamloops. Yeah. 
briefly. That's why you friend. That's what you would have wanted. <laughs> and then, and then probably pack. <laughs> yeah, no fair, man. Uh, you know, Charles. Um, yeah, dude. Imagine being that. Imagine just the pressure of a billion people looking at you, and you're just like, I didn't like. You know, like sometimes I get imposter syndrome. I mean, a lot of time I get imposter syndrome. Just for like, you know, how to tune a derailleur. Imagine knowing that you've literally, that you have zero qualifications to do this thing and you're just born at the right time and everyone's going to be like, woo, you're the big dog now. And just being there like, ah. like, thanks guys. Won't let you down. But is he, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what he does, but. Cool. Um, so you're flying to Japan? Were you flying to Tokyo? Of course you're flying. What a stupid question. <laughs> I was just trying to get, I was like, where were we? That's so good. Uh, it's good to see the level of preparations really going yeah, up here. I am. Um, no, yeah. I, I will be flying. Uh, there is no wow. train yet. You're um, flying to Japan. Actually, you know Does what? anyone else do that? So I've kind of, I've gotten dangerously deep into this like, yeah, bikepacking world. And there are just so many savage people out mm. there. Like multiple people are riding from like Alaska to Argentina and it's just a thing and I don't see well actually Russia's probably a thing isn't it you could ride from you could technically ride from here uh, up to Alaska over the Bering Strait bit of admin getting through Russia in the current climate but then you could probably get to Japan yeah Yeah. so no but I will fly so speaking of Argentina (laughs) I had a terrible time in Argentina have I seen you since then have I seen you this year (coughs) yeah this is a you had to go back and you got stuck in Argentina I got got kicked out stuck this and the awful awful I was meant to to be coming back to Canada (laughs) right about now (laughs) yeah it was a wild ride for the old Quinster did not did not work out well down, I, I down think it, south. What happened? You got stuck in a car. Like, oh, well, I went to Chile for the day and then they just basically kicked us out of Argentina and we couldn't get back in and then we were stuck in Chile. And, uh, it's a whole thing. Tedious. It's yeah. a whole thing. Came back to Canada and actually it's all right here. I'm having a nice time. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, no, it's a nice place to, to be back for. Um, yeah, can't say. I was very lucky with visa admin issues. Me- Mexico was unreal. I cannot emphasize enough, like, I probably spent three of the four weeks in that Baja uh, Peninsula, mm-hmm. and I cannot emphasize enough like how awesome the people were, how chill it was, mm-hmm. and how they don't have much. Like a lot of them have near ne- next to nothing, but they were the most welcoming, nicest people I met on that whole west coast of North America. Mm-hmm. Like Canadians are lovely and polite, and mm-hmm. like. Nice and Americans are fantastic too because they always have a yarn and like yes. welcome you in. It's they were awesome, but yeah, these I don't know. And then there's just this oh, I don't know. Had this irony of like riding up the Sea to Sky Highway and it's just like getting passed by, you know, totally yeah. pumped out trucks with heaps of bikes on the back and yeah. these people are as happy as the people in in Baja, if not yeah. less happy. I'd say well, like yeah, I would yeah recommend. I don't know just. Oh, recommend trying some. No, maybe not. Maybe not you, Honorary, but for I don't know if anyone who's fired up. It's a beautiful place. It's not dodgy at all. The dodgiest place was freaking San Diego in yeah. LA. I had this little puny bike lock that I only used in America. Because I was just like left my bike yeah. wherever I wanted, and would piss off for a while. Yeah. And yeah, dude, I um, I think I told you this. I uh, this is I'm not I'm not joking when I say this. It's gonna sound like I'm joking, but I um, I became spiritually enlightened in January. <laughs> I did. In the back of the scene, eh? Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, cli- I climbed another rung on the ladder to greater spiritual enlightenment. How? Um, en- the f- enlighten us. I spent, I spent 30 days by myself. Mm-hmm. 
I can. T- I can... didn't come any closer to figuring out the meaning of life, any okay. of that stuff. So this, <clears throat> this is this is my really shit Instagram level of wisdom. Like I, I follow some Buddhist. Like, you ready to, ready to snap this? I believe. This for the, um, yeah. Intro here, Max. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is a bit of the cut. <laughs> I came to the conclusion through some profound experiences um, that you have, you basically have, have your center. And both pleasure and pain are just trying to distract you from the center. And when you project onto things, it's merely because the the, the best distractions from actually focusing on you and focusing on the the pain or the whatever you need to process inside, the agitation inside, is always the things that combine both pleasure and pain. You know, drink, drugs, X, Y, Z, because they they they're such a such a um they can saturate your life so heavily because they cover full bases, the best distractions. And, um, you know, bike riding can be a distraction. I used to think I used to ride bikes for the wrong reasons, which sounds really silly. Um, but it's all just trying to pull you off center and you need to wake up in the morning and be like, what's trying to get me away from my center today. And I've started, I've become Zen man. Zenry. That's <laughs> Zenry. <laughs> yeah. That's great to hear. Meditating I'm, a lot. I'm very like, happy to hear that. Dude, for the first time in my life, I'm actually doing things like for me in a way that I, I, I always thought I was doing them for me, but now I'm actually, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. No, that's that's sweet. I can't say I came to the same, what's the word, enlightenment. Mm. But um, I've got some Instagram pages I'll hook you up with. Yeah, thanks, mate. If you could send us through some block quotes <laughs> and <laughs> things like that, that'd be sick. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's been really great, man. <laughs> Honestly, like genuinely, like well, mine's probably more of just a I don't know, cry for help. Yeah, like maybe is that what I'm doing? Right yeah. Now? It's just like a. I mean, I'm not. I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm. I was kind of inspired by like old like little Matt Fairbrother and another yes. guy, Joe Nation from yes, New Zealand. Nation's but I'm absolutely not inspired for the level of pain that they go mm-hmm. to. Like I cannot. Pain's a distraction too, even <clears throat> when in bicycles. It's a cry for help. Exactly. And I've and I used to fucking do that. And I've certainly done. I've done that myself yeah. too. But I I have learned. Well, not learned. But I've enjoyed, I haven't like done it for the sadistic like, mm. let's go punch like 300, 400 k's today. It's just like, you know, my I, my smallest day I did like nineteen k's one day, mm, and nice. then one day you do like one hundred and twenty, and then the rest are like sixty to eighty. Like it's not, I don't know. My Garmin died a bunch of times, so I didn't even know how far I rode most yeah. days. And you just get tired and you pull over, just and it, yeah. it's all good. So yeah, I want to, yeah. It's weird. It is a cry for help, but it's not a cry for help that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's no, all totally. Good. It's all good. But I think that, like, <laughs> I know, I think that, I remember when I was younger, <clears throat> I used to do some trying to do quite big days on bikes. Mm-hmm. I used to give them a good shot. I. Uh, it's good to push yourself, like, it's good I to mean, find is, ways to, like, yeah. challenge and push but yourself, dude, too. I've realised, I realised in retrospect, that growing up when I got to, like, 17, 18, 19, and I started doing, like, big days on road bikes, just constantly, mm-hmm. you know, and it was the first time in my life that I had and so people just want to buy a mountain bike and podcast. This is a bit heavy for them, but I'm just going to hit it straight. <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about enlightenment. What else? We talked about, about World Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about. Yeah. If you've made it this far, I mean, look, this, far. this is a, probably a cry for help for them. So yeah, look, totally. if you've made it this far, like seek help. But I, I realized that like, um, <laughs> let me talk about a distraction, you know, but like I realized that when I was doing those big days as a kid on road bikes, it was the first time in my life that I'd ever had like other men be like, you're fucking gnarly. You're so fucking gnarly, dude. And I, anyway, so I always enjoyed them the big days, but over the years, that validation became so important to me. Mm. And I realized I wasn't doing it for myself by the end anymore. And I wonder why it felt empty. Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to go this direction. Please. But yes. it's like the Instagram social media piece. I feel quite conflicted about posting like about 
the stuff I'm mm-hmm. doing because it is kind of like half of it's like I'm doing this because I want to do like a bit a ride, but then the other half is like, oh, I'd like you do get validated, like people. Like but it's it. also nice for friends. Like when I what I was following along with you when you were riding your Baja trip, yeah, and it was cool to see you would do like a good write up on it and you would post the the photos, punishing the story, and yeah. it was great. Like yeah, I think as much as it is, you know, maybe about getting validation whatever it's also just nice for people yeah i kind of take an approach of like um that's thanks mate um i've also enjoyed it thanks mates yeah i kind of just it's it's i I felt really shallow then like me too me too (laughs) oh guys that external validation is fantastic (laughs) but no i just like type this shitty yarn about Mm. what had happened you know once every three or four days or whatever and i kind of just wrote it in the tone of like what would like mum or one of my mates who doesn't write like who actually are like a good mate would like want mm. to hear. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, here I am validating my own. Yeah, it's hard though. Social media. It's hard to do something. Do like now, now like a, at Bradshaw Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, yeah. <laughs> we can we we can we can leave it in the link in the bit do description. Not. Yeah, if you want to, if you've li- listened this far and then follow that, yeah, mm. go seek help. But it is weird. I sometimes <laughs> I, I sometimes catch myself enjoying Instagram. Uh huh. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm really enjoying Instagram. Then I'm like, wait a minute, it's meant to be enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, I'm like, oh, just like loving memes. Just getting, you know, when you're on a roll, just like meme, meme, meme. Everyone's, a, everyone's an absolute Memes dynamite. are freaking great. Yeah, and then you're just there like, wow, this is so much fun. Like, the novelty <laughs> of it being enjoyable is so f- weird. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you f- like memes, 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 memes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine your memes are a bit different to my memes. What, what's, your, what's your meme accounts? What kind of things do you go for? Um... I, what's one of, health and safety is this real gnarly page where it posts like gnarly videos. Kids getting hurt. Yeah, kind of like that yeah. kind of skit, but with like massive trucks and cranes oh, and like sh- wow. pr- pretty severe construction accidents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, and then there's like. Validate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it puts it in perspective. No, no it definitely mm. doesn't. Yeah, well, um. What else we got? So yeah, no, Japan up next is going to be un- just taking the piss, man. It's Take unreal. The piss, man. Yeah, yeah do it. Um, and then, yep, I didn't have a single mechanical the whole time, which was great because I can do mechanical stuff as Max like knows, but you I just, just never don't have. do it like that often. You know, like <laughs> so all I can say is that was great. Didn't have to do any mechanic stuff. Mm. Um, carrying nine liters of water. Nine liters. Yeah, because like it's Dude, in the desert, man. You can't your get water. Your bladder carries water. You just fucking recycle <laughs> it. You're a human water carrier. Well, no, you're, you're so dehydrated that you're not even pissing. You got to piss quick. Although I as did, soon there was a number of, to keep I mean, it good. You were, <laughs> we're this deep in the podcast that there was a number of seepage and leakage issues. Oh, heavens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was a severe, like the first day was totally underestimated. It was out of Cabo, heading north. Mm-hmm. I was like, sweet, I can do 120k. I can do this they're, they're, I'm the man I've basically been on the piss for a week and like haven't really ridden since that mm. February ride I was totally unfit compared to what I thought I was and started with this big breakfast of this big like omelette thing with all the meats oh, perfect. all the cheese yep. flies like it was just a not a nice option mm. and basically by about 11am I just like, couldn't eat anything I was pushing through sand for two hours it was oh like 30 God. degrees but the sun, sun is Somewhat absorbent, which must have been a relief. Absorbent, yeah, like of my dead carcass. No, because I'm, I'm just talking like if there is seepage and leakages, oh. you could you could basically use it as a talc. And yeah, just- yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> then, by the time I was riding at like seven p.m., 
I had this severe seepage leakage issue mm. and this was after running out of water, not eating any food. And mm. then, yeah, there's a 20 minute, 20 minute regular stops and then basically got to this hostel, stayed there that night because I needed a, a flushing toilet and just stayed, couldn't eat for like another day and a half. Mm. It just had to like, I was legitimately looking up flights from like that town where I was back to Vancouver and like, get me mm. out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I remember I once went bikepacking I did something similar to you. I had like a long drawstring on my bivy sack. And so I would tie that around my tire, just around a spoke. And then I would just sleep next to the road. And if someone stole my bike, they'd just pull me along as well. That was my thought. And three, then, three kilometers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it on a two late bike rack and I'm just there like, Help! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And basically I got probably the farthest point I was away. And my IT bands hadn't ridden in like six months. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd try and, you must have ridden into fitness a bit. You know, no. I'd done the ride, that big ride in through the South Island, but then oh. I was real tired, so I didn't oh, really okay. ride that much afterwards. Oh, <laughs> but I remember my um, my IT bands were so tight that my my kneecaps were visibly pulled outwards. Nice. It was real yeah, painful. Yeah. But I was like so far away from home, I was like, I can only get home one way. Yeah. And then I started like going that way, and then it got better, and then I went up away again. You know, it was great. Um, Tom, I think we've covered. I mean, we covered World Wars, which is That's great. about the time we did. We've covered trains. trains. Yeah. We've covered um, seepages and leakages. We've covered um, your enlightenment. My enlightenment. I mean, my enlightenment was the most significant thing that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. Like, joking aside, yeah. it was pretty yeah. pretty great. And we've marginally covered bikes. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And also, we've, I've angered people in the sea to sky. <laughs> that's a necessity. Which, is, which yeah. is great. I'm just going to just yeah. literally... No, this, the... the, the, the that's, yeah, we need more chat out of the seat. I'm a big advocate for that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is the home of mountain biking, so get a grip, Tom. <laughs> I heard I, <laughs> I heard different things when I was in Florida last year. Florida? Yeah. Home of no, Florida? <laughs> no, I don't know if you heard of this place called Bentonville. Not that I've been, but everybody oh, in Florida who said they've been to Bentonville. No, it's in Arkansas, a.k.a. Arkansas. Dude, it's called Arkansas. <laughs> like, what a... Sorry, no. Letters mean something. You can't just be like, oh, by the way, this is actually, it looks like the letter three, but it's actually pronounced Hubert. No, it's the, it's the- How do you say Kansas City? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I once got absolutely chewed out on JMBN. Oh, man. The person I- said, and I was like, from Arkansas, and people were like, you Philistine. It's actually, <laughs> dude, it's, our, it's, yeah. <laughs> you Philistine. <laughs> just get a grip. Well, what else do we need to cover? What's, Nothing like, that's good. What's, uh, yeah, what's, uh. You're going to Vancouver now? What's that? You're going to Vancouver now? No. Not right now? No, not right now. Okay, well, you're not going to Vancouver. <laughs> I've got so much work to do, man. You've got to do some work. Oh. I seem real busy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, now I've got to put some stuff in a shed and it's yeah. fl- pretty flat out. So, yeah. look, I'm sorry I've left you to lots of work, but... How um, how soon after do you, do you go, are we allowed to burn it? To burn what? All the stuff you're leaving in the locker. Oh, no, I've, I think I've... Actually, shoot, I didn't think about the locker. <laughs> I could put heaps of oh, stuff dude, in there. Oh, dude, yeah, we're going to go wild. <laughs> Sweet, there we go. Done. Yeah, totally. Big Edmund done. Yeah, no, I know, so then yeah, burn it. Like, if we're not back in like six or nine months, you can burn it. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, don't nice. need that. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Well, we'll do a big garage sale. Yeah. Mega. Well, if thank you made you. it this far on the podcast, you yeah. can have my stuff from the <laughs> storage locker because you deserve it for getting through this. Mega, thank you very much for listening. Maybe even watching, depends if we upload it. Um, and yeah, that was great. Thanks, thanks for, for having me time. and thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. freaking great to see you. Mega. Cheers, bud. <laughs>